0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is
1: believe. Ah, we are live. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I am your host, Blake Rufino. This is Are You Serious Sports. We hope that you guys are making it a good one. We know that we are as well. A huge show in store tonight for all of you, boys and girls, all of your of you, ladies and gents. As we are. Ever so close to LSU football yet again, in only a couple of days. So we'll talk. We'll talk a lot of LSU. Uh, maybe get into some topics. Maybe watch a little UL uh, UL Ohio. So if you got some updates on that, let us know. Let us know. But we got a lot to get into tonight as we'll get to some keys of, uh, to victory for LSU. What are some things that I want to see uh, moving forward, Carter? The pri uh, the Power Bryant joins us at 7.20 p.m. Central Time, our first guest that we've been able to bring on since Hurricane Ida. Looking forward to talking a lot of football with Carter as he does a great, great analysis of uh, film breakdown, LSU score predictions, hashtag AskBlake, and Picks of the Week. We'll get into all of it. Very excited to be back and live and in our, uh, I guess you could call, new studio until Spectrum gets off their rear ends and gets us back into the additional studio, we are at the Drake Williams Law Firm, Firm.com. Guys, get over here today, 154 West Pond Street, Ponchatoula, Louisiana, that's 154 West Pond Street in Ponchatoula, Louisiana, 985-386-7600, that's 985 985- Three eight six seventy six hundred family law, successions, titles, DWIs, whatever you need, they can get it done for you. So, we're greatly appreciative of our good friends Ernie Drake and Ryan Williams. But before we get started, as always, guys, do me a huge favor by hitting that like and share. If you're on Facebook, I think that there's a good many of you on Facebook right now. I'm not a hundred percent sure, but do us a favor by hitting the like and share button. Share to some groups. A lot of people got upset with me last night on last night's episode. So if you missed it, go to anywhere you listen to podcasts, Spotify, Apple, and you can get it there. Um, yeah, I'm a little short on this. I need to get up a little bit. See, we're still having some malfunctions, but we'll uh we'll we'll get it fixed. Um as I'm a little I'm a little low, you know, on the camera. Oh well. Oh well. But go do that, and if you're on YouTube, hit that subscribe button and notification bell. Also, if you're on Twitter, hit that retweet and follow. Uh, that's not what I want to do. want to get a couple of these comments. Uh, Jacob Cole says, let's go in Carter Bryant's voice. Really looking forward to it. I know that me and Carter usually cut up. We will cut up. We will do some funny stuff. He calls me Blake from Nottingham um, for whatever reason, which is kind of pretty funny. Um But we'll get into it with Carter tonight. It's going to be fun. Gino Vega. Gino Vega. What's up, Gino? Says, go LSU. Kirk Paul says, good evening, everyone. Gino sends us some stars via Facebook. I really appreciate when all you ladies and gents send us stars and Super Chats. I think we're going to start doing a thing, um, maybe a special show. Um, I wanted to do that when we got back in studio. Send us, send a star or a super chat, and we'll answer the questions. We'll go a little behind the scenes. If you've got some serious questions, I'll give you the full everything I know behind that. Uh, Craig Schilling says, and we are live, so let's get this thing started. Let's get this thing started. Let's pay some bills around this thing, and then we'll get into it. Some of my keys to the victory this upcoming Saturday, and we'll get to yours as well. None better than our good friends over at GM at dot betonline.ag. Guys, with 63 years of experience, nobody is better equipped to service in your vehicle than GM, Varnado and Sons. RV repair, big rig overhauls, motorhome chassis, routine maintenance, tire rotations, tire sales. No job is too big or too small over at GM. Give them a call today at 225-664-9992. That's 225-664-9992. And tell them your good friend, Mr. Blake Rafino, sent you on by our good friends over at BetOnline.ag. Guys, have been telling you for so long now to get over to BetOnline the mobile betting app that everyone has been missing inside the state of Louisiana. Guys, we went 4-1 on our picks last week, looking to do the same. We want to go undefeated, but I was okay with Texas getting their asses beat by Arkansas. Get over to betonline.ag today. Sign up. Use the 50% welcome bonus. They will do a little 50% of that first welcome bonus as a credit. All you got to do is go to our radio podcast. And since you're in the state of Louisiana, they will know. It's from your good friend, Blake Rufino, AYS. That's betonline.ag. Betonline.ag. All right, let's get this thing rolling. Uh, Danny Krantz said, uh, I don't see it. I'm missing it. Where did What did Danny say? Uh, oh, here it goes. Let's go, Blake. Let's go, Tigers. We are live. That we are, my friend. And so does Blaine. But he says, any news today about LSU? Well, Ed Orgeron did confirm my story from last night in his press conference today about some jarring going on inside of LSU. Last night I told you that there was a, there's was been some situations at practice this week where some LSU players have and leaders have started to emerge. Now, either one of two things I fully believe is going to happen here. Right? Like, there's only two things that's going to happen here. Number one is – I'm going to back up some. That way you guys – there we go. I'm going to back up some. How about that? It makes me feel better. Um, two things that are going to happen. One, LSU is going to come out and really start dominating the line of scrimmage. And they're going to start dominating the way that they should have been doing all season long. Like, I fully expect that. I fully – fully expect lSU to do that just some from some tidbits that I've been getting from from practice this week we have not been able to go it's been raining all week they've been indoors but just some jarring going back and forth from some of the players so one of my keys to victory is obviously number one will you know and I'm gonna go a little m M&M here a little Marshall Mathers will the real LSU please stand up? Will the real LSU please stand up? Because you're not playing like the real LSU right now. I see talent all across the, all across uh, that field that's just not being utilized. Now, Orgeron over the last week nationally or this week nationally and locally has been taking criticism from individuals who is saying things like, well, Ed always tells you what, you know. They praise him during 19 for being so open and honest. And, and look, they criticize him now for being too open and honest. The thing is, is that the only thing that Ed Orgeron can do right now is to start to win, if he's going to save his job. And I hate to put it in that light, but they got to get ready to go. Derek Stingley, my man, you got to become a leader. No more of this lead by example when the example isn't the best. Let's start going. Let's start getting vocal. Let, like where, you know, Jay Crane from the J-Boy show, I thought put it great because he tagged me in one of his clips, and I thought he put it fantastic when he said the – you know, which made me start to think in, in his thing when he was talking about when I think LSU, I think defense. You know, it started to make me think about just the culture that we're missing. So when we talk about LSU having a culture problem, I think that they might – I think that they do right now. They seriously might have a culture issue – Where's that swag? You know, like if I'm in Tiger Stadium and I'm the guy that players the music before kickoff, forget, uh, you know, B.I., I'm from Louisiana. Forget Sweet Home, or, or, or Sweet Home. Uh, forget um, Garth Brooks, uh, 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 Colin Baton Rouge. Forget all of it. Play swag surfing and get your swag back. Somebody on special teams, if you kick the ball off, get down there and light somebody up. Set the tone. Get that rhythm back. You're missing it. You're missing it. Where is it Where's it at? Where has it been? Ed Orgeron, so number two, Ed Orgeron's talking about going up-tempo. Guys, I don't really give two Rudy Poos that he's telling people that they're running up-tempo. Like, it doesn't really matter. Like, it It, it just really doesn't matter because, look, if he does it in the first – they're going to find out and they're going to adjust. They're going to get ready for it. You've already put that you you can go up tempo and you've put that on film. You think Central Michigan – do you think Jim McElwain's dumb enough, which he's not a dumb coach, but not to say, well, hey, the five touchdowns they scored and, and, and you know, five for five and running tempo. I mean, he's not an idiot. And you're going to see pressure all night. There was the answer – number three, and then I'm going to get to some comments – and really defensively I'll get to number four but and I want to talk to more to Carter about this one getting on the defense but for me, we've you know SEC statcat if you follow them on Twitter at SEC statcat, they came out with a statistic today that was really jarring to me. Alabama and Georgia running backs are average, I think it's like 1.5 yards per carry when they're getting contacted. So, what does that mean? Yards, yards, or how many yards do you go before you get contacted? So, basically, when you get the running back gets the ball, how long are you going before you get someone touches you or gets any kind of contact on you? Alabama's at 1.5, or 1.4, and and Georgia's at 1.5. Guys, Alabama had 155 rushing yards in the opening game, and Bryce Young, had like negative 18 because of a couple sacks that he took. At some point, one of these running backs is going to have to step up, and look, if you don't have a hole and you have a small crease, get three, four, five yards, put your head down, and run somebody the frick over. Run somebody over. Because, you know, I hate to say this about Les and get back to that, but you know what one thing that his running backs did? They would run you the frick over. (laughs) Here comes the train. Get your ass off the tracks because daddy's coming through. Defensively, number four. I want to see him send pressure. Orgeron talked about in his press conference today, we got to run zone. We got to back off and only rush four. Ed, with all due respect, brother, no, no. Big Daddy, send the send the house, send the house. Light somebody up. Like, you know, if you if Derek Stingley and Elias Ricks are the two best uh, corners in the country, like what the Ravens did Monday night in that overtime game, they did nothing but run cover zero. By the way, shout out to the uh, Peyton Manning and Eli. Uh, Tandem show with Russell Wilson, I thought it was fantastic. I got to see the clips of it. I forgot about it. But the Ravens didn't care. They thought that they had good corners, better corners than what uh, the Raiders' wide receivers would do. It bit them in the the ass. But they got after Lamar Jackson and contained him there in the fourth quarter and late in all of overtime. So start getting after some people's asses. Uh, Jacob Cole says, rooting for ULL. I refuse to call them Louisiana. I'm with you there. It's very difficult for me to, uh, it's very difficult for me to call them U, you, you know, UL at Lafayette. Like, come on, bro. Uh, Nookie says, this is the number one show with co-eds. <laughs> <laughs> Megan Rafino, Megan Drake with Rafino, It's not true. We do not talk to co-eds on the show. Uh, Craig Schilling says, the Rudy Pooh camera got smacked around and is finally back in line. I will put the Rudy Pooh of the week on that one on me. I will put that one on me. Uh, it was charged. It charged all day long. The problem is is I'm still trying to fix, you know, situate myself and, and get ready to go. Um. Uh, so. It will we'll continue to adjust. You know what the truth is, is that I'll get more adjusted in here, get ready to go and be good, and then the freaking internet will come back on. But they did say it would be December, so you know, which is just unreal, man. Uh, Aaron says, love watching Carter's film breakdowns. I do too. I think, you know, sometimes, you know, the good thing, and I think that we're going to – I love Carter to death, like wearing his wristband right now um, – I think that I don't know if we're going to get into debate, but I think that we're going to just try to figure out what we're, you know, what is going on right now. I think that there might be some things that we disagree with, um, and disagree on, but I think that our central theme is going to be the same. And I love Carter to death. I really do believe that. Blake, my son, just likes hearing you call me uh, Pooh Bear. What's up, Pooh Bear? But he says LSU by twenty-one. I like that. You'll forever now. Henry be known as Pooh Bear. I won't call you anything else. Roderick says, "I hope we come out with that LSU intensity this Saturday. Let's start making that L-O line of scrimmage ours with the flex emoji." Yeah, look, and, and it's it, I, I want to be physical all around. You know, like it stop tippy toeing around both both I would say both lines of scrimmage, but offensive line you get Deculus back. Guys, I would, I would legitimately have told the guys all week long, you know, I would have tried to simplify it as much as I could and say, knock this son of a bitch in the mouth. Punch him in the mouth. Another thing, too, I know that Mike Scarborough at Tiger Bait has talked about this, and I'm going to steal this from him. And I kind of agree uh, from it, too. Guys, where you know you can find aggressiveness in penalties when you have penalties. Meaning, if you have an offensive lineman that's holding, you know, like what was what was the hold on? Like, was he being aggressive? Would he, did he just you know get a little too much jersey? Like LSU is one of the least penalized teams, not in just the SEC but the country. I think that they're in the top ten of least penalties against in the country. So that can either show that you're very disciplined, but hell, that 19 team. Yeah, they didn't have a lot of penalties, but you know there were times, man. I remember what was it? What was it? The Texas game? I think the beginning of the game they had two holding calls uh, that kind of brought them back. And I mean, but look, they were dominating. Clyde had that big run. So I, I kind of agree with Mike there on that one. Uh, Bill says, "Good to see you back in a studio. No hurricane is going to keep you down too long. Hell no. Nah. Hell no." Nah to the no 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 hell to the no let's see ryan Tibbs says hashtag ask blake uh hashtag t- i saw tibbs rants i did not i don't know and i i don't mean this in, i don't mean this in a wrong are you talking are you talking about yours on my post day yeah i did see that so many people took that out of context of what i said last night like and maybe that's on me. Maybe I didn't explain it good enough. And, look, I'm still learning in all of this. But, guys, I i mean, it's one thing. Here's, you know, and the more that I thought about it, here was the thing from last night when I said families are off limits. I might have said the things that I've said about Nick Saban and the truth about behind why he left LSU. I might have been said the same, same thing about Sarkeesian. But the thing about Sarkeesian and, and and Nick is, is that I've never, and I mean ever, said anything about their wife. So I think it got blown out of context, guys. You got to keep family and kids off limits. You got to keep family and kids off limits because I know for a damn fact, you say something about my son or my wife, we gonna have issues. I mean, I know that it's not Ed's wife, but that's a different – you know, we talked about that last night. Let's move forward. Let's move forward. All right, let's get to two more and then Carter, The power. Bryant from Nottingham will be joining us. We'll talk some film breakdown. Uh, Jacob Cole says, Andre Anthony has become a vocal leader. Just seems uh, like that guy. He has been vocal. I mean, look, I heard he got in some guys' grills this week and said, hell no. To the no no no. Brandon sends us some stars via Facebook. Thank you, my friend. Uh, and Lamar says, "I need Ingram, meaning Ed Ingram, to dominate like he used to. I can I can get behind that. So let's do this. Let's bring in our good friend Carter, the Power Bryant. Gonna get a little closer for this. But before we do that, we got to talk about our good friend over Mr. John Patton over at GMFS Mortgage guys serving." Your beautiful community since 1999. Are you buying a new home? They can help you. You saving money on the mortgage that you have now? They can help you. You've been doing a cash out refi? They can help you. 225-614-1234. That's 225-614-1234. Purchase, refinance, build or renovate. They're gonna help you. John Patton, get over there to him. Get over to him today. All right. We are bringing the man, the myth. The absolute legend, Carter Bryant onto the show. Carter, what's happening?
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> I am I am in a law firm. Look. Carter we do, we didn't have power, we did not have uh, internet, you know, it's still down. Hurricane Ida can STTDB for all I care. Uh, so we are we are in the Drake Williams law firm, drakewilliamslawfirm.com. And listen, listen Carter, you know what else? You know what else we got? Do you, do you notice what this is? Let's go. Huh? 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 You like that? You like that?
0: <laughs> Look, man what? What's up? I know Right, I know.
1: <laughs> Speaking of a guy that needs the OnlyFans account, right? <laughs> <sighs> mm-hmm.
0: Yep. hmm No, it is. No, it is.
1: I think that you're 100% accurate from an O-line standpoint. You know, the first touchdown to Booty, if you remember, it was a it was delayed blitz. He passed the tackle. It was just a one technique, but he passes the one technique over to the center. He, he you know, kicks out. He picks up the blitzer. Max steps up in the pocket, delivers touchdown. Carter, I agree with you. I actually I actually believe, and look, this is kind of like, and I can say this because I've known Adrian McGee his entire life. It is the Adrian McGee Ed Ingram syndrome. Anthony Bradford starts, then all of a sudden here comes Chasen Hines. There was two plays in there, uh, uh, Carter, where I I saw him dominate from a run perspective. You remember the seven-yard run from TDP that was on the right side on him? That happened twice. So, I I agree with you there, and you need need that road raider, right? Like, you need somebody to go out there that's going to flatline somebody. Here's my question, though. And look, I know that a lot of people, myself included, has talked about this offensive line and we talked about how bad they are. They have been bad. Carter, I, you know, I have tried, and I know that you do the film breakdown, but try to explain it better because let's call it let's call it what it is. Five dozen block seven, five dozen block six. There were times where it seemed as if like the McMahon State game. I forget what down it was, regardless. Max had seven seconds in the pocket. He takes a sec. Carter, that can't happen. And, and so my question to you is, what do you see? like because it does feel like, and I, I think that you're right, they're they're better at picking up the blitz. But they got to get the backs out of the backfield, catch the football, do something, right? Like, you got to have extensions of the run if you can't run it right now. I mean, am, am I just oblivious to this? Is this just something I'm coming up with? Or do you not agree with me on that at least?
0: I know. I know. I agree. Right. I know. Right.
1: Carter, so let me ask you this. This is the thought process that I've had. Because the kid, you know, a kid coming in against the SEC East Champs, I don't want to hear that Florida doesn't have athletes. I don't want to hear that they're – I know that their defense was bad last year. They still got some absolute dogs out there. Okay, like, like like let's not act like they don't. Carter, is. I've called Ed a liar only once in his tenure when he said that he never told Max Johnson he couldn't run. That's a that's a stone cold lie because three weeks before that he said no we don't want him running. Do you think the the inability of him maybe mentally saying you know what well I can't get hurt and I can't do this is affecting him like at what point at what point Carter when they're sending uh, you know UCLA for an example you know the Trey Palmer miss against UCLA Carter it was wide open if he would have pulled it and ran? I mean, because they were all out on TDP. At what point do you just got to sit back and say, hey, brother, it's time to let loose? Do you think that they're kind of holding him back in a sense? Because I I see that. I feel like there was that couple plays in UCLA, it looked like he was like, hey, man, got to, all right, one, one read, two read, three reads, not there, let's go. And then he stops. Like a deer in the headlights. Do you think it's something as simple as that? Because he seems like the guy that like, hey man, three reads ain't there. Big daddy's out the house and I'm gone. Or or is it something like what do you feel is like the thing that's off with him that we that we saw in Florida that we're not seeing now? Right.
0: Right, right. <laughs> I know.
1: So crazy. Not to rudely interrupt you, but add to, the, add to that, like, why do you think that that is? Do you think it is it the pressure? Is it that they're sending the house? Like, what is it? Like, it's got to be the pressure on some of it, but sometimes it can't be all of that, right? I mean, like. Hey, it's it takes Keishon Boutte less than two seconds to get twenty yards. You know, so what do you think that it is? (laughs) Right. I know. First time since 2017, by the way. Seriously.
0: Right. Right, right. I agree. I agree.
1: Got a shoe thrown.
0: (laughs) I, I know. Mhm. Yep. Mm. Mm-hmm. I don't disagree with that.
1: Well, look, it, it, it's clear to me that he has trust, meaning Max, and three dudes. The two dudes that you mentioned, and I do think that he trusts uh, uh, Trey Palmer. Like, let us call a spade a spade. He threw it to him. What? Se- uh, or we well, caught seven balls, but threw into him eleven. You know, I, I I I have a feeling Carter that he does trust him. And look, they got to find ways to get him in a little bit more explosive. Carter, he's one of the fastest human beings on the on the pl- let's just call it the truth on the planet. Okay you got to find a way to get him out in space more besides running quick hitch, quick slant, quick hitch, quick slant. You know, like the separation that he's gotten on the touchdowns, I think, is something interesting. Uh, we do have a couple of questions that are firing in here for you. One from Craig Schilling. Uh, he says, Hashtag ask Blake what – or ask Blake. Has Carter, uh, what player has surprised you the most so far this year, positive or negative? Yeah, yeah, we can hear you. Yeah. Um, anybody negative? And I hate, I hate to put you on the spot like that, but... I mean, I would say his brother.
0: I mean, right. Hmm.
1: (laughs) Hell of an option. <laughs> right. Uh, no doubt. So let's stay there. Let's stay on the defensive side very quickly. For me, I'm not going long. I've already made this known. My the I mean the positive for me, I would say right now is kind of twofold. The two interior guys and Mason Smith and and Jaquelin Roy. Stop telling me they can't play against the run. Stop that bullshit. I'll I'll say it. We're on Russia. Stop it. I, I get it. But the only way you get better at defending the run is being in there. Trust me, I, I, I've played it. I would say the negative to me – or maybe – I don't even want to say negative. It's such a bad word. Uh, Derek Stingley. You know, pro football focus has him graded at number 50. Look, at what point do you come up and say, look, I'm that guy? I think that's – I don't think that it's a talent – it's not a talent problem. It's a focus problem. And I think that he's got the some rust he's got to knock off, but, but that's mine, Carter – and 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 look, I'm just gonna, I'm going to leave it there. But I do want to get to the defense of side uh, 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 with you. The one thing that uh, you know, let's talk about aggravating or or something that needs to be fixed. I am tired, like you, personally. I'm getting frustrated with the vanilla defensively. You know, I'm watching Peyton, Eli, and Russell Wilson, three really great quarterbacks in the NFL and in college. And the Ravens are doing things. Peyton talks about how much film that he watched of the Ravens' defense. And he goes, well, this, this, this guy is coming, and they're running zero coverage. Carter, they have 11 guys on the line of scrimmage, 11 to confuse Derek Carr. And he goes, I've never seen this before in my life. I, these four, these five guys are coming, the opposite five came. And you're confusing one of the smartest quarterbacks of all time. I say that to say this, Carter, at what point do we, you know, I'm not the hot take guy of saying, oh, there was never nothing on Bo Pelini from last year. But at what point do we stop getting vanilla? I mean, like, can we see a dang blitz? Is that something that's frustrating you like me? And do you think that they, I mean, what can they do to start being more unpredictable? Because they got the guys defensively.
0: Mhm. No, you're
1: here. You're here. You're here. No, my bad. I was I was, <laughs> I, I, was I, I was trying to share the stream to uh to the YouTube stream to Twitter saying Carter Br- Power Bryant was in here and I didn't want people to see me on the phone, but we're we're here. We're here. Continue.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: God bless Jesus. They've been horrendous, Carter. Carter, let's call it, brother. They've been they've been horrendous. Let's call it what it is. It's not bad. It's it's horrible. Me, me too. I'm not, it's not looking good right now, though, (laughs) Connor. I know. Yep. No question. Absolutely. Correct. Yes. Grant Delpit, Frank Town, baby, who, who,
0: <laughs> right. Correct. Right.
1: So, last part and we'll get you out of here. I got criticized for saying that I thought that the defensive line was not going to be as good as everybody thought that they would be going into the season because they gave up 307 yards to Ole Miss. They got pushed around against Missouri. They got pushed around against Alabama, obviously. I mean, Carter, yeah, I do think that the the scheme fits are horrible. I also think that they're just getting absolutely bullied, right? Like, you know, and and here's the thing, too. When you're not creative – defensively in run scheme, then the offensive – like like if I know that the one technique and we're running 32 zone, 32 power, whatever it might be, and I know that he's going to be there in that one gap, I already know my assignment. Versus if that one technique slants into the other gap, then I got to continue to go up into the second level. That's the more difficult things that offense from an offensive line standpoint – that, you, that it, it's very difficult to pick up on. I'll never forget my first semester at Southeastern. It was the hardest thing. It wasn't pass blocking because, honestly, the truth is you have a zone. You pass off. You know, I mean, it's basically you have a zone. You stay there. You knock somebody's teeth in the dirt. That's just what it is. Carter, they're playing the – I mean, I have never in my life – I, I it, to me, and I want to get your take on this, and – Do you think that they're just lining up saying we're LSU and we have the better athletes and they think that they can't scheme? I mean, is it that simple?
0: hmm right right right
1: Sacks. I think, weren't they top four in sacks? Right. I know. I know.
0: Bingo. I know.
1: Marcus Spears touchdown. I mean, for crying out loud. A defensive end, can, can, you know, pick six. I mean. <laughs> right. Bingo. Nobody's business.
0: Right. (laughs) Yeah, man. No
1: hell, best defensive player, in my opinion, in the secondary last week, right. In, in my defense in my defense i was bringing you on UCLA the primetime week but then hurricane ida you know you know so you know uh i will say this i agree with you there brother they were running nickel in a third when UCLA's in 13 personnel i mean for crying out loud you're running a nickel in three when you have three tight ends on the field unbelievable this unbelievable carter the power Bryant. my man you've been fantastic tell everybody where they can find you. I know where to go. I know a lot of people in here know where to go. But just in case, tell them where they can find all your great stuff. Oh, me, me too. Yeah, I'd be calling Tom Herman all kinds of Rudy Poos if this was 19 again. <laughs> all right, brother, we'll talk to you soon. That is Carter, the power Bryant. Always fantastic. Guys, go check out all of his stuff. I love having him on. I know we I went a, lot, a little long with him, a little longer than we should have. Uh, or, I should not say should have longer than we normally do not should have I love that guy um Tony Williams says shark can can outcoach Joe yeah we'll see well guys we did go a little longer tonight I will let's do this I'll get your school predictions uh fire them in the chat we'll do do them tomorrow along with our picks and look we'll be back for the post game show so after the game Saturday night be ready to go we'll be doing the post game and we'll be here live on location at the Drake Williams law firm. But until then, guys, I appreciate Carter, the power Bryant. Don't forget to subscribe on YouTube and anywhere you listen to Apple or anywhere you listen to Apple. Anywhere you listen to your podcast, we greatly appreciate it. But until then, we'll see you all soon. Have a good night.